Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This program is called 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today we're going to speak about the final part of the foundation, eternal judgment. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Let's go to Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred, tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Now let's turn to Matthew chapter 25, verse 31. This is Jesus talking. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee an hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee hungered? or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee. Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Let's turn to Jude, the book of Jude, verse 14. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all, and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. 
But, beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. This is what we need to do. We need to keep ourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, as it says in Romans 5, 5, by the Holy Ghost. So it is very important to receive the Holy Spirit, and then you can pray in the Spirit, as it says here in Jude, and build yourself up on your most holy faith and keep yourself in His love. Very hard to actually walk in the love of God without the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let's turn quickly to 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Verse 17, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Verse 18, We love him because he first loved us. The answer is love. Walk in the love of God. Come to Him, yield to Him, love Him, let Him lead you in your life by His Spirit. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my words. So we just read in verse 17 of 1 John 4 that we can actually stand before the living God at the judgment and have boldness and have confidence and have joy. Why? How can we do that? The answer, as I said, is loving Him, walking with Him, humbling yourself to walk with the Lord. Come to Him, humble yourself, confess your sins. He will forgive you. He promised in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is not only faithful to forgive us of our sins, but He will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you will be my disciple indeed. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. But we have to do it. We need to consider these words that I've been reading to you out of the Scriptures. There is a judgment coming. There is an end coming to all of this. It will be good for some, and it will be bad for others. As I said, the answer is love. Luke twenty-one thirty-six. Watch you therefore and pray always, Jesus said that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So you see there again, if we will do certain things that Jesus told us to do, that the apostles told us to do, if we will humble ourselves, that's the main thing, folks. Humble yourself. We need to 
humble ourselves before the great and mighty God right now. If there's any of you listening to me right now, and you know I'm talking to you, you know that God is talking to you, not me, and he wants you to humble yourself right now that he may have mercy on you. Don't hold it back. Don't hang on to your pride. Humble yourself before the living God. Humble yourself and he will exalt you to inherit what he has given to you through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ, who loved you, who loved you and washed you from your sins in his own blood. Have you ever thought of that? That the living God gave his son, Jesus, and he became a man. He was born of the Virgin Mary, holy, but he was also holy, a man. He was a man. He was the son of God, but he was a man. And he was tempted in every way as you have been. And yet he humbled himself to the death of the cross. He never sinned. He never yielded to those temptations. That's why he's called the spotless lamb. And he was able to give himself on the cross and suffer the death of the cross for us, for us to pay for our sins. There is a way to escape the lake of fire. There's a way to escape the judgment, to escape the judgment. That's to love him, to repent of your sins, to come to him, turn to him with all your heart. Repent from the heart. He will forgive you. Not only that, he will cleanse you. Not only that, he will lead you into walking with him to overcome, to overcome the things that have held you down, that have oppressed you, that have sought to destroy you in your life. He will raise you up. He will help you to overcome all that. As you continue with him, as you continue in his word, you'll be set free from the things that have bound you up and have sought to destroy you. Turn to Jesus. Turn to him now. If you reject him, you will perish. Make no mistake. Jesus Christ, there is one name given among men, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by which we must be saved. Saved from what you say? The wrath that I'm talking about. Eternal judgment, the day of God's wrath. It is coming. Don't be deceived by lying preachers telling you everything is going to be okay. If you you can do whatever you want, you're under grace. That's a lie. Confess your sins. Come to him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to James chapter 2. What I believe God has given me to share with you this day is there is a way. There is a way. And the way is love. There's a way for you. You don't have to be afraid of the judgment of God if you will love him, amen, and if you will love your brother and your sister, if you will repent. Love does no ill to his neighbor, the Bible says. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. If you will learn to walk in love and do good, you will fulfill the righteousness of the law and you will not be damned to the lake of fire. James chapter 2, verse 13. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. Isn't that wonderful? Show mercy and you will receive mercy in the judgment day. Let's go to Matthew 7 verse 12. Therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do you even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Again, love does no ill to his neighbor. What do we want? Of course we want people to love us. 
So we need to love them. We need to stop doing evil to them. Is there someone out there listening to me right now or reading this message and you know you've done something wrong to someone and you know it's wrong, you know what you did was wrong, you tried to blow it off but it won't go away. It's nagging you. Well, that's your conscience telling you what you did was wrong. So humble yourself. Go to that person. You know what? You'll overcome. If you will humble yourself and go to that person and say, please forgive me. What I did to you was wrong. Even if they're still mad at you, even if they won't forgive you at that moment, you have done the right thing and your conscience will be cleared. And also you will be cleared before the living God. Verse 13, enter you in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Don't go along with the crowd into the pit. It doesn't matter if people think you are strange, or if people despise you and hate you. The gate is narrow that leads to life, and few there be that find it. Cry out to God. Cry out to God. Pour out your heart to Him. He will hear you if you will come to Him with humility. There is nothing to fear of the judgment of God if we will fear Him, obey Him, follow Jesus, show mercy, pray always, seek after righteousness and His kingdom with all our hearts, abiding in Him and in His love, Perfect love casts out fear. This is love that we walk after his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. They're not too hard. And love one another in deed and in truth, not in word only. Doing the Father's will, keeping our conscience free of offense toward God and man, confessing our sins and forsaking them, rejoicing to do good and please God, yielding to the Holy Spirit, being led by him to do righteousness. The judgment of God is coming. God has promised throughout the Bible that he is going to give unto every one of us according to our works. He knows our works. So fall on this rock, Jesus Christ, and be broken and be changed. Be cleansed by his precious blood from all your sins to love him and serve him and live forever in his glorious kingdom. Those who reject him and his words to continue in their lawless deeds, will experience the wrath of the Lamb as the stone which they have rejected falls on them to condemn them to eternal torment in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 